Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello everyone, uh, welcome back to Stardust RPG on Trails of Stardust. Uh, I am William Orshani and I am your Game Master for this 5th edition Science Fantasy campaign. Joining me today, we have Sen. I'm Sen, and I'm playing uh, Coltarn, the orc uh, artificer, gadgeteer, master maker, master maker. And Jeremy? Hi, uh, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Kendall Fairchild, uh, a Ladrin warlock. And I would just like to thank whoever decided to celebrate Pride today by saying goodbye to Pat Robertson. Excuse yeah. me? Amen. It's very well planned, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Pat Robertson died today. Yeah, the, the, the guy who basically started and otherwise pushed the entire conservative hate against lgbt people in far as yep. far as like as far as like religious conservatism like i want to be clear i don't celebrate anyone's death but i feel less bad about this one than i, I do, do about fred fucking phelps i celebrate ronald reagan's death mm-hmm. i celebrate many people's death this one will be added to the list also here yeah, and here. no judgment if you do uh, and joined again by Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Mistal and Varan Rogue. If you celebrate my death, I will haunt you forever. <laughs> and I will celebrate. That just sounds like if you celebrate my death, I'll hang out with you for. It will not be a fun haunting, as I have said to Austin <laughs> many times. This isn't going to be like ghosts. It is the culture of my people to celebrate deaths. Dia de los Muertos is a thing. You celebrate the deaths of your loved ones. <laughs> Now what we're talking about, and you know that. Uh, And Craig? Hello, Uh, I am playing bees, a uh, swarm of nocturne and torch bees that collectively form a swarm keeper ranger. And I Uh, couldn't find the unmute button, sorry for the delay. (laughs) And Jack the second? Hi, I am Jack the Second, despite going first. Um, and I am playing the ever chaotic uh, Void Sorcerer. Surprise! I do appreciate putting Jack the Second first, simply because that's how the camera shook out. Uh, and also now, Jack the Elder. Hey, gang. I'm playing Till Wayland, a avian Way of the Iron Path monk, uh, who's definitely here to uh, shoot bigots in the head. <laughs> <laughs> and as always uh black lives matter trans rights and human rights eat the rich uh maybe something will change but i doubt it now that now that one of the people in, that started this whole conservative spiral is gone it's, uh, it's like 2023 was like 
Look, Queers, we know you've had a really rough year, so here's a pride gift. <laughs> <laughs> and as per usual, the stream is powered by Sirenscape. Uh, Who knows? Maybe Ron DeSantis will drown in his own bile next. That'd be great. <laughs> One can hope. Uh, but when last we left off, uh, the group had had a number of conversations uh, sorting out how exactly to handle the uh, concerns that individuals might have regarding the safety of bees uh, and trying to figure out how to handle this next mission uh, as the group had multiple different organizational conversations. Uh, Till went to meet with the, with the three contacts for the mission and learn exactly uh, what the mission entailed. Uh, and... Everyone met back up on the ship after sorting several things out. Uh, that to... is that is the nicest way you could explain what happened last week. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know I'm not the one uh, running the game. <laughs> there were conversations and discussions. Yes, we discussed things. They, they were very calm discussions. Nobody got upset at all. Um, but they they met back up on the ship to lay out the current game game plan and get everything put together and spend another one more night uh, preparing and getting everything ready uh, with Xander sort of going to build the necessary materials to make sure that everyone can maneuver and breathe in space who needs it Um, and uh, we pick up with Kendall who had left the room to go and find bees for a very specific conversation with the Oh, hive. that's right! Holy shit! With, to have a very specific conversation with the Hive, not with the small cluster of them that were in the in the meeting room. Did yep. you see the moment of panic in my eyes of, yes, oh shit, what was I do about to do? <laughs> yes, I saw, I saw you try and think, wait, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> oh, now I remember. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> and, and as a reminder, bees is getting ready to leave because they're coming with me to build Max. Yeah, that's right. So yes, I so uh, I, I am going to find bees. I think, and I think we had established you come on to the observation deck just as the um, the hive armor uh, is it newly webbed and hived up is ripping free of the the papery hive material yep. on the far wall. Uh, hey bees. You I got a moment. We're we're gonna build a big suit to walk around in. It's like a ship or a car, but with legs. Right, right. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Um, I just if now's not a good time, we can do uh, uh, we can talk later. Um, well, you are going on to a ghost ship without us, so you're probably gonna die. So we should probably talk now. <laughs> I mean, okay, that's actually kind of a good point. Um, listen, I just... <sighs> so... We had a thing happen a while ago. 
right? We remember. You you mean when when you made some of us you tried to make some of us stop moving and then you made all of us run away. Yes. Until told us we couldn't be mad at you or try to hurt you back. I mean, I appreciate that. But also I realized I I think I said sorry-ish, sorry, things around that, but I never actually said I'm sorry about it. Okay. And I am, and that was not right of me to do. Kendall? Uh-huh. What do you mean when you say you're sorry? Because we always used to say that to make people stop being mad at us, but it doesn't sound like that's how you mean it right now. No. Um, I've just, I've been thinking a lot. And, you know, like, being here or having been back home and then with everything that 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 we were just talking about with you i realized you're right i we've all done stuff we've all made mistakes and i never owned up to that one really and i It was in. I don't want to say that because that sounds like I, I I didn't mean it and I did at the time and that's 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 wrong. Um. I mean, I did just react, but I made a specific choice, and that was. I'm saying it because it was wrong. And you should know I'm actually sorry about it. And I don't know if that's going to make you feel, you know, make you uh, look at me differently or not. It doesn't matter. Kendall? Uh-huh. And some of the bees sort of come up and fly around the webbed array of diamonds. Right. Uh, and actually that are lit from below and they actually fly behind them from your perspective and light up their abdomens light up. So there's this under the same um, sort of sublighting that they usually have, but now they have this golden luminosity coming through from the back. And he says, um, we can always see you. We don't feel like we see you differently, but you gave us these, and that was nice. And it was nice that you said that you were sorry. So, thanks. Mm -hmm. 
We won't make fun of the way that you talk anymore either. How do? What about the way I talked? Well, that's why you attacked us last time. I legitimately don't remember that. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were. They were. They were. Was, they, yeah. were they weren't actually making fun of the way you talk. They were just going. Me, 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 me. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, fair they enough. Were, they were mocking you, which is what caused you to do the thing. Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. We've, I've, you're, you've got your thing to do. I don't know what, I've got a thing to, so. We're going to make I, it back. Huh? Do yes. Come, do you want to come see it? Yeah, for sure. And it's ready. Hey, Kendall. Uh-huh. You can ride on our shoulder if you want. It's really big. Oh, right. When you're in the mech. Cool, yeah. thank you. And okay. Mist, yep. Mistle, Mistle rides on your shoulder sometimes or on your head. And it's going to be like are... Inception of, of, of shoulders. That's right. That, that, that in... makes no sense in a world where Inception is in the movie. Inception <laughs> of shoulders. No, but bees didn't understand it. So they immediately That's agreed. Fair, fair. Okay. okay uh, I'm, I'm going to go so we can, but. Okay. Are you going to the okay. ships now? Not right now. I don't now. know. I don't think right now. I think I. I, I okay. think we're. I'm sure we'll let you know when we're, when we're going. Okay. Um, so because because you're going to be keeping track of us. So. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. And she turns on. She heads out. Shambling, hive armor heads off towards the mech bay. Towards the, the airlock because we're still on the ship. Um, before I head to the airlock, I will look over. Uh, surprise! Yeah, what's that? Would you like to come with me? Uh, Bees and I are going to go build Max, and I figure you might not want to be on the ship right now, just for cooling off purposes. I'm sure, why not? I don't have anything better to do. I will gesture and head towards the airlock to wait for Bees to catch up and then head towards the mech base. <clears throat> All right. Um, the three of you head off to uh, go and construct some dust runners. Uh, anyone else have anything that needs to happen in the meantime before the next day? While we're uh, constructing, I'm going to find a moment to take bees to the side and say, Hey, hey, bees! Hey, surprise. Uh, I, I thought I should probably apologize um, for getting in your way during the conversation. No, you're standing over on the side. Everybody's apologizing to us today. Well, yeah, but like, I kind of Amazing. talked over you a little bit because I thought you were in danger but no we, then... we we liked when you got mad at everybody well we, and then we found liked when out... you told us to do our own thing well I, I mean I think you probably should, still should but also I found out that um, all your friends 
really just care about you a lot. And I, I didn't know that people could do that. So, um, I'm, I'm sorry I got in the way of your friends caring about you. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't know that that could happen. Well, I mean, I know, I know people can care about each other, but like, that's like a different kind that I didn't know about. Did you grow up in a swamp too? No. Okay. <laughs> I didn't grow up. I just sort of happened. Oh. We, we, we sort of happened too, but then we learned about things. And you know how Till's always wrong when he talks about children because he doesn't really know what a child is? I mean, I don't either, but I definitely believe you. Well, we think this will help us see that maybe what Till means is 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 it's it's about learning things, and you learn stuff, right? Maybe you don't. Do you learn stuff? Yeah, yeah. See, see, I was talking with Kendall and Coltarn, and they were saying that. Usually, apparently, when you get a new person, they get old people to teach them how to people. And then you never don't know how to people. And there's just been so many times where I didn't know how to people and I had to people anyway. And I, I guess I'm just a little jealous that you've got friends that'll teach you. Well, it seems like there are a lot of different types of people out there. You've probably been your kind of person all along. Yeah. That's, that's okay. I some certainly people, haven't been any other kind of person. Some people are really nice, like Mistel, and some people are really smart, like Coltarn, and some people are really bossy, like Till, and some people are really good friends, like Gideon. Um... And some people have horns like Jasira, and some people, and and he'll just start like it, it. It it increasingly becomes obvious that bees are just listing people that they know and trying describing like one aspect about that person, That's and that will continue until you stop them or until we finish working on the the next. The prize will let you get through all of uh, all uh, until you slow down with people that you know. Um, it and it does today, peter out after about 20 to 30 as bees literally runs through all the people that they've met. And then they start naming the whole list. They start naming it, it, it going. And then log lizards shed their skin. And that's a kind <laughs> of person. Well, and needlenose bar can maybe eat it legs would be kind of neat. from other people. What? I think maybe it would be kind of neat to hang around and just see, watch your friends care about you and teach you how to person. I I would just be interested in seeing that. Okay. Well, you can learn about how different types of people are the kind of people that they are. And then maybe you'll see things that you like and you can be more like that. And you'll see things that you don't like and maybe you can be less like that.
like till well till is good advice sometimes Tell us to look after Kendall a lot. Kendall's cool. Kendall learns. Kendall said they were sorry too. That's the other person that apologized to us today. I hope we can be friends. You and Kendall? No, me and you. Oh. I thought we I thought we were. We thought we were. Oh, good. I like that. I hope we, we hope, we hope you learn how to people like the kind of people you want to be. You too. We want to be really big and have lots of extra legs. So we want to finish working on the mech. Hey, Coltarn, can we put a big stinger on the back? Maybe later. We're done now. <laughs> okay. As, as he's like in the process of loading these mechs up. I imagine that B is going through that list of people and characteristics probably took about 30 minutes. Uh, <laughs> so it's just like if, Coltarn if, if and... You let, the... if, if you let them start listening swamp creatures, then yes. Uh, and Coltarn has been working the entire time with the the the, the people at this particular workshop. So, yeah, the the, uh, the the two the two designs have been largely completed. They're functional. Uh, they're ready to be powered on. Uh, they just need a they just need a kick, and the Stardust engine will last pretty much until damaged. So, yep. Uh, well, I mean, they'll last. I mean, yeah, they have they have fuel reserves, but they have fuel reserves, but. And, um, uh, I, I, I forgot, by the way, when 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 uh, Bees was running through people, the other one uh, that I would at least want to say was, and Kendall is a person, and Kendall isn't you, but also is surprising sometimes, and also changes. <laughs> uh, but yes, the, the Zervan and the Kolnash Malak are now loaded up onto some sort of hover trailer. And yeah. I imagine we probably took the, the truck with us uh, just so that we could haul them back without having to walk them through the the station. Yeah, so you, you bring them back to the ship. Uh, anyone else have any conversations they need to have before the next day? Not conversation, but shopping. Hmm? Oh, yes, you, you need to go shopping. What were you going to get? Uh, he was looking for either bracers of defense or whatever the gun version of bracers of archery are. <laughs> Braces of archery I, will apply. Like the equivalent right. of braces mm -hmm. of archery will apply to firearms. Okay, yeah. So um yeah. If either of those are available on station and if he can afford them. Uh if not, then yeah. Um Till's mostly just gonna be uh going over the scans and info and trying to come up with contingency plans. Hmm. Uh they're called bracers. They're they're called uh, ballistic bracers because they apply to any th any kind of ballistic weapon from bows to guns, etc. Sweet. Um, but yes, you are able to find a pair of ballistic bracers um, for four hundred fifty uh, uh, gold credits. Fantastic! He can actually afford that. Awesome. They do require attunement. That's because yeah. Till has been pouring every single cent of his credits uh, into upgrading weapons and armor and things. Yeah, the, uh, the the the, bra the bracers are goblin make, um, so they have this, this sort of like um, 
uh, sort of Bane-like aesthetic to them in that they're like these big, chunky, like round bracers that have like these like big vials of like magical chem of magic chemical uh, concoction sort of built into the side of them. That so he's got of... steampunk forearms, is what you're saying. Yeah, basically. And they, they, yeah. they, they uh, <laughs> the, the, the chemicals inside sort of run through and like adjust your aim and help provide additional tension to the draw and help basically enhance the act of using a weapon. Noise. Well, he will grab a pair of those and attune to that then. So, if no one else has anything else, you all get a long rest in. Uh, over the course of which, uh, Xander is able to make uh, EVA suits, uh, which basically are spacesuits, with a with a fly speed equal to your walking speed, zero G at environments. And nowhere else. They don't have enough thrust to carry you in anything that has gravity. That'll be helpful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, working with Xander on that, probably, Till will make sure that everybody has a designated set, then, who needs one. I, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, when I get back, if, if, it's, if it's asked, I will let you know that my, my exosuit serves as a void suit, so. Yeah. Right, so you're I covered. Buy. Good. All right. Uh, surprise, I believe, is roughly immune um, but we've set one aside just in case uh, the flight capacity is required. Um, I don't know. We'll have to ask them if they can just do that as a matter of course. But uh, we have this one, and he holds up a very small one uh, for Mistle. <laughs> She'll squeal and grab it. And is, it, is, it, is it like an adapted glove from one of the other suits? <laughs> it is. It, do, it does appear to be very small, but it does appear to be fully tailored at that size. Xander seems to put a lot of work into making that. Amazing. Um, Z Z Xander has a YouTube doll uh, customization channel that he uh, that he does in his spare time. If, if all else fails, uh, we, the rest of the crew can also hang off the Zervan. He says, indicating to the mechs, yep. uh, which are both here. The uh, Just for description's sake, since everyone would have been able to see them at this point, um, the Zervan is a massive... What was that? What, what, what was that on the height on for that one, Shani? Uh, like 10, 12 feet, I think. Yeah, like a, like a, 12, feet, a 12 feet tall... Uh, very wide uh, humanoid bipedal mech uh, with two with uh, arms that seem not quite fitted for the frame. Uh, it's got sort of a military frame, but the arms seem more industrial in nature. They're much more blocky and uh, uh, and armored than the torso is um, with decorative spikes uh, on the shoulders for uh, intimidation purposes. Um the right arm is built up significantly more than the than the left arm, 
it's sort of much sturdier, much much heavier, and with lots of electric diodes sort of like dotting around the knuckles and 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 fingers. It doesn't seem to have anything else in that hand. Uh, and on the left arm, there is a large shield that is it, it it's it's sort of attached to the arm, so it's not like it's being held. Um, but it's got this also like sort of uh uh anarchic industrial uh design to it where it's almost a kite shield except for this large like third spike that just comes right up the middle of it and points out and points backwards um but with close examination you can see that there's actually a handle and a hinge uh so that spike can actually fold down into a a sword blade um nope <clears throat> and then next to it is uh Beezus mech which is a much cleaner much more uh, 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 much more, much smaller design. It's like it's just on the bottom end of a large vehicle, um, which is which has a, a humanoid torso, uh, uh, with uh, multi sort of sensor array helmet on top, two arms, uh, and then four uh, large, long, like spider-like legs uh, that are entirely mechanical. Um, no, unlike the Zervon, it has no weapons, but it is very clearly if 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 it when it's opened up, it's very clearly designed specifically for the hive suit to sit into it, uh, and you can see that there are basically feeding tubes going out in in many different directions where uh, control suites have been set up so that bees pilots it with their bees. It's basically no one else no one else but bees can pilot this mech because the <laughs> interface is designed specifically for bees. That's amazing. <laughs> so so we get into it and just kind of disinhabit the hive armor and just sort of shoot out in different directions. You will find that it doesn't through, seem through all these little tubes and hoses and shit. <laughs> the uh, the the amazing. interior is the interior is designed with a coating that won't let you it won't let any of your webbing stick to it. Okay. Um, if you try to like web up the insides, the webbing doesn't stick. It just falls off. Um, that's so that you don't accidentally gum up the internals while you're, while you're piloting it. Fantastic. <laughs> um, is surprise, am, am I just misinterpreting this from the outer outer shell? Is surprise artistic? Like, does surprise have um, a, a, any artistic talents? In terms of like paint or uh, things like that, it's uh, certainly a valid guess, given the level of embroidery and uh, painted on details and uh, patchwork covering Surprise's body. And can we can we retcon then the sort of in that last? bit that bees asked surprise to do some decoration on the outside because i imagine like lots of clean lines and stuff but uh it has coltarn painted it in any way no it's it's that white and black like very standard so sort of if there was paint around decoration. surprise okay. would totally have just passively started doing it unless okay, stopped awesome. so yeah yeah i'm picturing it like uh <laughs> who's a character on star wars rebels um sabine like yep. I'm picturing mm -hmm. that like a yeah. TIE fighter, but Sabine's TIE fighter. Just graffitied all, all over. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Amazing. Bees is bees is if if unless you were stopping them, bees is yep. already plugging themselves in. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That would that that's been set aside and opened up so that bees can get in and familiarize themselves with it. Phenomenal. All right. 
Is there a there's a player character sheet for it, right? Oh yeah, I see it. Yeah. The the Colonage Malax, right? Yep. Fantastic. Um, as bees is wiring themselves in. Now, does it like have like a hatch enclosure to where it like Iron Man's around bees? The um the the, the yeah, the, the, the torso opens up like like right. uh, just just like in the middle, cracks open and then uh, uh um uh gold doors gold doors open. Yep. Um and the head also opens up to allow for the the uh the now finished, uh, I would say, uh, handing you the helm. Uh, helmet of Beezus' suit. Uh, Till will fly up onto one of the knees, basically, as Beezus is getting in, and just kind of perch there for a second, watching, watching you. What does the helmet look like? Uh, so the helmet looks. Uh, it kind of it, it it looks very similar to the head of the mech, um, where it's this sort of tall. Uh, it is this uh, 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 ovoid shaped. Um, uh, 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 helmet made uh, uh, made of the same kind of material that Coltarn's exosuit is made of, um, but with a sort of a uh, a closable uh, 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 front face. Um, the front face has a basically it, it can have an energy barrier. Uh, it's set so that it can have an energy barrier to to seal it off, uh, so that your face your face is visible. Uh, but it can also completely close. Uh, and when it does, it's got six sort of like eye ports. Uh, just going down the front. Cool. Um, and 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 so there's luminosity from inside those the oh, yeah. eye ports. Okay. Yeah, and there's there's also like you uh, uh, from bees' perspective, there is a lot of like small monitors on the inside of the helmet that are designed to like so that you can get this, a similar data readout to like what Coltarn sees. Okay. Uh, and you can have access to comms channels and things like that from inside the helmet. Oh, so do we have so do we have comms now? Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. All right. So now I'm picturing like a Star Trek Enterprise bridge, but staffed entirely by like lots. <laughs> Amazing. Um. All right. Fantastic. That fit you fitting all right inside there, bees. Um. It, the I would imagine the sort of onboarding process is incredibly ungraceful because there's there's <laughs> while bees as a swarm is 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 incredibly agile the armor itself is shambling and not so it is sort of a like a barely controlled fall inside please like, tell me it's reminiscent of the knack mcfeagle trying to be a person oh yeah i mean Very, one, right. That's, no that's, that's essentially said. what it's been like all along. Yeah. Excellent. Good, good, good. Um, and, and and so they sort of slump inside and then um, take the helmet and put it down. Are there little access? Because most of the bees do come in and out of the neck hole. Are there little side vents so they can come out still? Uh, the idea is that they can come out the front, basically. Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, unless you don't want them to, in which case you can then close it off. Awesome. Uh, because the energy barrier... You can go. You can pass through. Um, okay, that's that's when phenomenal. It's, when it's sealed, your oxygen sealed. So okay, very cool, very cool. All right, so they put it on, um, and then so then in response to Till's question, they say, "Okay," uh, and then we'll. Uh, I, I get. Is there a button that closes closes the doors? 
yeah like there's a there's the it, all, all the all the instrumentation is on the inside but yeah you can just basically you you don't have to think about it you can just do it all right so uh, then the the doors start to close and i get till being on the knee is still mm -hmm. still on the outside mm -hmm. yeah all right practice time let's see how you do all right um we, where where are we on the ship at this point? We're in the we're in the mech bay still. You mean in the, I was gonna say down bay, the cargo yeah. cargo yeah. bay, right? Yep. yep. All right. Uh, we're gonna try to run as fast as we can towards the other end of the the room. <laughs> Amazing. Well, what, what would the what would the role for uh, trying to pilot a mech be, Shawnee? Uh, just roll me a dexterity check, just to see how well you can maneuver the thing. Uh, 19? So, the, with the controls being specifically designed for the bees, um, it's a little clunky at first, but eventually you do sort of get the hang of, okay, legs lift like this, forward goes like this way, and sort of, like, begin to try and get the, the like, it's a, it's a stuttering run at first, it's like, but... It's like it, a four-legged quop at first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's, very, it's very much like a stuttering, like, lurching run for a second, but then, like, after, after a little bit of adjustment, the bees quickly realize how these legs work and then begin to sort of straighten out. And it goes from, like, completely flailing to kind of shaky to, okay, we're actually getting, a, like, a basic walking rhythm here. How and what does Till do at this point? Oh, as soon as the legs start moving, Till just takes to the air and is drifting alongside, just keeping an eye out, but not interfering or offering advice or anything. He's just observing at this point. They are, you know, stutter stepping all over the place, and you can just hear from inside slightly muffled. We told you you could drive. <laughs> if at any point, uh, I, I will. Uh, Bees comes that, to a. Oh, go ahead. I was like, hearing that, I'll uh, just reach up and uh, thumb into the comms uh, uh, in my own suit. Uh, Bees, the, communi the communications suite on the. The communication suite in the mech are in the head. So if you want to go up there and toggle that on, we'll be able to hear you better. There, there, is, there is a click, and then everybody. There's like a burst of static over everybody's comms, which quickly resolves into the fact it's not static it's just a contained suit full of bees constantly buzzing um and you hear we told you we could drive if at any point bees like pauses or comes to a brief halt uh till will come down like kind of in front of the main viewport or viewing uh screen on this and look you dead in the dead in the cameras effectively yeah very important question bees okay they're tangled up on some crates right now. Are you having fun? Why? Because this should be fun as well as learning. Okay. Yep. We're having Good. fun and learning. Good. Excellent. Best yeah. possible news. Keep it up. You're doing okay. great. Oh, really quickly. That did that did actually kind of sound like a quick trick question, to be fair. I <laughs> I very. I... Uh... <clears throat> I know it wasn't a trick question. 
uh, I very quickly uh, pull out Datapad, uh, <laughs> review things, and establish a uh, noise suppression system on <laughs> bees' comms so that we don't just get the echoing bees constantly. Get, get the they negative want to talk. buzz filter on there. Exactly. Yeah, they have not shut off the comms since they turned them on. By the way. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, bees, if you check the controls to the side of that, are the loudspeakers on the mech itself. Okay. The internal comms and loudspeakers don't work simultaneously, so you'll have to turn one off for the other to work. So immediately, the static stops, and then there's just this loud buzzing being projected from the suit. And then they, they will play with those back and forth for a little while until neither is currently active. If anybody is near Till, he's just going to land and just say to whoever... Honestly, seeing this thing charge at you out of nowhere, just buzzing loudly from its loudspeakers would probably be intimidating as fuck. I'll make a note of that. I say as I... Re as I, <laughs> I walk over to the Zervan and just... The, the 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 entry for that one is just like sort of like in the lower torso area, which is now current, which is currently open. I just reach up, grab, and pull myself up into it, closing it down. Then overcomes. Well, then, do we have access to the to the ghost ships? They've uh, built a gantry out to uh, get at least proximal, uh, and we're planning our jumping off point from there when we're ready to launch. And then uh, he'll go just on shipwide comms. Readiness check for Dusk Knights for field mission. Please report to Landing Bay once you are kitted out. Have we learned enough? Not yet. You still need to learn uh, comms and scanners from Xander, which I know you haven't started practicing yet. Okay. But that'll probably be fun, too. All right, okay. It, right before the comms cut off, you can hear some sort of crash. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I have a feeling that Coltarn and Till definitely cleared anything fragile or dangerous oh, yeah. out of the cargo bay before oh, yeah. this went down. Uh, bees, the suit's not going to fit in the rest of the ship. It's only going to fit in here and outside. Not with that attitude. <laughs> okay. Shani, this is an orc-built uh, ship, right? Do I have to be super... Does still have to be super worried about bees accidentally managing to cut his way through a bulkhead? Cut their way nah, through a bulkhead it's, it's, it's fairly sturdy. Okay. <laughs> also, there are no weapons on the mech, so... <laughs> right, yeah. There's no weapons on the mech, and the, and the mech isn't that strong. It's not... It's... <laughs> It's only got an eighteen. Shultar, if we get some downtime, honestly, we should build them an build them an obstacle course or something. Probably at some point. I will think on that while we're on the mission. <laughs> on on open comms to everybody, Mistel, did you see us drive the Mac? You look awesome. Yes, you're doing a great job. We told you. We told you we'd get a cool thing if we said yes. <laughs> You did, yes. Okay. And I promise I'll bring you something cool back, okay? All right. Shut off. All right. So, the rest of the Dust Knights have gathered and are ready to proceed. Indeed. So, the, uh, the group of you make your way uh, basically out to the out to the space docks. 
Um, and uh, when you when you meet there, um, the uh, the the three contacts are still there. Uh, they have they have arrived, or rather they have seemingly returned after going somewhere, presumably. Um, your contacts whose names I Amelia, Ivern, been... and Darius. Yes, mm. thank you. Uh-huh. Uh and um, Amelia and Ivern are there to are there to greet you immediately. And as you sort of look, you can see that Darius is sort of posted up up uh at the end of the gantry, not not towards the ship, at the end of the gantry on this side. Um, and has several large crates with him. Uh, but yeah, as as the group of you arrive, um, Ivern um, sort of looks across at the group of you as you arrive. Ah, I see that you brought the rest of the team. Uh, are you all informed on the task at hand? Bill shared all the information, so yeah, they should be as clear on it as you gave me. Yes, but Excellent. remind me. Yeah, I definitely didn't forget any of it. Just, just <laughs> every, just so everybody knows that they're on the same page. Not that any of us specifically have forgotten anything. I would okay. never forget I, anything. I think I got it, but just in case, tell it to me all again. I wasn't listening. <laughs> right. Of course. So to reiterate, uh, there are three uh, capital class ships floating out in the distance, he says, pointing out to the very large, massive, broken down, derelict ships that you can see in the distance. But four lights. Sorry, I could. I, I had to. <laughs> Each of them appears to be linked and coruscating with necromantic energies uh the essence of life spirit and being energies that typically would have formed the presence of ghosts however we are not detecting any sentience sapience i should say there's no thinking mind present aboard that ship we have however detected the presence of beings that do not think in the same way that the sapients do. <laughs> Which means that there are very likely threats aboard the ship, but unlikely to be anything that reasons or thinks. I clearly didn't remember any of this. <laughs> the mission is to attempt to locate the source of these necromantic energies and neutralize, if possible, or otherwise identify so that they can be neutralized later. Is it a gravity warp drive? <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen uh, um, Event Horizon. Event Horizon, yep. so I could, not, I could not make that reference if I wanted to. Okay, no, you actually no. Knowing 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 the stuff, the, the type of horror you're doing, do not watch it. Question, <laughs> Shawnee, because a question that I hadn't thought to ask until just now. Would I be able to cast spells from inside my Mac? Uh, only if they target you or the Mac. Would I be able to use my spell blade ability on the Mac? 
What does the Spellblade ability do? Uh, when you deal bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing damage with a melee weapon, you can change the damage to your choice of acid, cold, fire, or lightning damage. Yes, because it does target the mech, and you can you can cool. the mech's attack with it, yes. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> this mech just got a whole lot more dangerous. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the... Uh, and he continues... Uh, be aware that the ships have sustained extreme damage and are likely not structurally sound. We have breaching charges should you need to punch your way through walls or debris. However, we recommend being uh, sparing with those as they may compromise the integrity of the ship. I've designed the Zervan with uh, insertion requirements in mind, so we should be able to manually get our way in without using them, but we should still take them. Darius has them prepared for you at the base of the gantry. Is that those crates? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll start hooking them onto the Zervon. You, you step down and Darius looks up at the mech. Ah, nice piece of kit you got here. All right. He sort of opens one of the boxes and you can see that there are pallets of explosives in here. Yeah. Uh, as, Would you say it's like, say, a, a, a crate of, of grenades? Right. <laughs> it's a more pallet? like it's it, it's of more grenades. like it's more like a pallet of breaching charges right. of various types. Yeah, right, fine. So I've got your I've got your shape charges here. I've got your general demolitions here. I've got your, you know what here. Uh, you're probably just gonna want a handful of these. As he just pulls out a small box of um, basically wall-mounting uh, demolition charges and hands them up to the Zervan. Yep, well, I'll mount them in cargo hole and cargo points on the Zervan. If you need more, come back out and get them from me. We don't want to bring too many of them in there at once because if too many of them go off in a chain reaction, uh, everything goes up. Yeah, I'm, I'm mounting them on the left arm behind the shield so that they're protected. <laughs> <laughs> Not immediately behind the shield, obviously, but they're on the arm that is behind the shield. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure Till knows where they're at, since Till can fly. Excellent. Guys, I don't know why, but I just have a really strong feeling that nobody should split up at all while on the ship. Yeah, I was gonna say. Meanwhile, back on the other ship, Bees is like. Oh boy, alone again, just Xander and us. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, I'm not saying you took any, but this is pretty much the direct plot <laughs> of Event Horizon, <laughs> including depth charges to blow up the ship if necessary. <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. Could be worse, it could be sunshine. No, right. no, Event Horizon is far worse. Sunshine is great, and bad shit happens in that, but... Oh, boy! I haven't, seen, I haven't seen either. I've just listened to somebody talk about Sunshine. Sunshine is great. It's it's, it's not... Yeah. About there. Difference. But uh, so 
Dare racer. All right. Well, if you're kitted out with some with some breaching charges, and that Mac looks like he could probably rip a few bulkheads open if it needs to. Uh, That's the idea. You should be good to go. Mission start, I guess. Excellent. Um, what? How? How far is it from the end of the gantry to the closest of the derelicts? Hmm? So the gantry itself is a couple hundred feet long. Right. Um, and it is basically nestled between two of the th- well, between all three of them actually. They're in sort of a triangle okay. formation. There's, gotcha. There's okay. One above and two to the sides. Um, okay. Uh, but uh. There is debris from each of them sort of orbiting and hovering around each that uh-huh. sort of passes nearby to the gantry, but the actual, like, main surface of the ships is about 60, 70 feet from, from, from the gantry. Oh, uh, question. Is the, are the ships generating any readable gravitation? Uh, it fluctuates. There are certain sections of the ship that do appear to still have artificial gravity enabled, while the majority of it appears to be dead. Good to know. Um, the debris that's orbiting the ship, is any of it something recognizable? Does it... Are there pieces that have been taken off the ship that we might recognize that could give us some information about the conditions inside? Um, most of it appears to be, um, hull debris. Uh, like, it, like, you, you can see there are large, large rips and tears taken out of the side of the ship. There are several decks that are fully exposed to space. Um, most of the debris that's hovering around appears to be a combination of, uh, bulkhead and hull. Um, there's some electronic wiring debris. You're not seeing any bodies or, like, physical debris of those who have died anywhere. Do we know... Uh, it's a mystery where the people that may or may not belong to this these ships. Yeah, the, no one the, we're we're unaware of the status of any crew. Okay. All right. Well, everybody, keep your eyes peeled. I use prestidigitation to lift the paint off of my face and wave it at Bill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, mind if I take the lead? Why don't you uh, vanguard for us and everybody follow Coltarn's wake? Uh, Definitely check the logs. The 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 captain's logging voice voice logs first thing. So um, the Zervon doesn't have any like. Uh, uh, mobility features other than its legs, uh, but I'll the the gantry exits in space, right? Yeah. So the gravity gravity begin the artificial gravity will fade about halfway down the gantry. Cool. So I'm just going to run down the gantry and jump towards the ship <laughs> in the in the mech. Yeah. Just roll me a piloting check, just baseline. Uh, with what uh, attribute? Uh, the mech strength. Mech strength. Okay. So, so just mech strength plus. That's weird, Kendall. This book says Liberate Tutumet X. No, absolutely (laughs) not. Thirty. Nice. 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so you the 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 Zervin sort of stomps uh stomps across the, the gantry and pushes off into space. Uh and it very quickly begins to drift as as it leaves the field of gravity. Uh as you seem to you seem to have you seem to have pinpointed yourself towards one of the one of one of the entry bulkheads. Uh, what would have been an airlock, uh, but there's obviously no need for an airlock anymore. Um, is, the, is the airlock closed or is it gone? The the door is still there. Cool. So I'm going to land fist first to open it up. <laughs> yeah. So you uh, the the Zervin sort of launches itself, and you sort of to to prevent damage to the vehicle to, to your to your vehicle because you are you know moving at an uncontrolled speed that is yeah accelerating um uh you sort of put a hand out and stop yourself against the hull and sort of steady the vehicle uh, uh against the the surface of the of the ship and you just sort of reach a hand out and pry the metal fingers of the servant into the airlock and just sort of twist and pull and force the bulkhead doors open uh there is a rush of not air but this sort of green energy sort of like pulse waves out from the door as it is opened and sort of washes over the 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 hull of the Zervin. Um the sensor sort of fritz for a second, but then returns to normal. Nothing seems to have actually been damaged. It just seems to have interfered with things for a second. Is there uh, any recognizing what kind of energy that might be? Uh you can roll me Arcana. Yes, please. I would also like to roll that. 11. Oh, what the, uh, the most that the two of you can... Yeah, the, the most that the two of you can oh, get is here. That, <laughs> okay. so, so, what the two of you get is that that's probably some form of necromantic energy, uncertain exactly what. Uh, Till, with a little bit more experience on this, that is raw life force. Like... Mm. It is just the raw energy of necromancy. Um, and it seems to have like pulsed out in like a bow wave. Mm -hmm. Normally, I think they say that stuff makes ghosts, <laughs> but it's discorporated now. So we'll have to see what's going on, I guess. <laughs> ghost ship, ghost ship. <laughs> Double ghost ship, yes. <laughs> Um, is there, uh, is this airlock large enough for me to get through or will I have to find Yeah, you can, you can okay. enforce the deserving, the deserving will fit through it. Okay. So look back to make sure everyone's, no one's gotten lost between the gantry and the ship. Yeah. So the, uh, the majority of you, the EVAs on your, on your, on your void suits can adjust your trajectory and help you move and, and direct through the void. Um, those of you who don't have one, either because you don't need one or can't wear one, um, the uh, it's simple enough to just push yourself off the gantry towards the point where uh, where the Zervan is. Uh, is it possible to wear the um, to separate the movement feature of the suit from? Knowing, knowing that you're an ethereal, um, Xander probably could have just made an EVA harness for you for you to wear, like just as, awesome. like around your torso. 
And he modified Till so Till can use his his fly speed, right? Mm. Yeah, like yeah. your 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 suit instead of having like uh, traditional EVAs has like this membrane that your wings sort of slide into and stretch out, so your wings have this sort of like translucent blue membrane around them. That is, is does it function kind of like a solar sail almost? It, where it, they're they're co they're composed of a mana membrane, um, which is oh, okay. basically they they emit magic particles that mm -hmm. propel you with the fly. Okay. Of your Hell yes, basically. I assume that probably Mistle could have also been given a similar thing. Yes. Well, no, Mist Mistle needs an... Oh, you mean for the wings. Mistle ha yeah, Mistle has wings. Oh, sorry, yeah. Mm -hmm. When you said similar thing, I was thinking of surprises thing, and no, I was like, no, 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 Mistle needs to breathe! <laughs> Let's not kill Mistle. All right. So yeah, I will... Uh, seeing them follow, I will go in through the going through the power uh, through the uh, the um, the go in airlock? through the door. Yeah, airlock. Uh, and I'm going to I'm going to set the Zervon to move uh, a, a little ways in by itself, uh, and I'm going to start ritual casting um, uh, detect magic. All right, that's going to take about ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, so the rest Till of is following. just keeping keeping his eyes peeled, especially for whatever these other mines that have been detected so you uh no 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 mines have been detected no the mines have been detected they're just not they don't think they're human they, level they intelligence they don't think oh, okay. like gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. people think yeah there are mm -hmm. there is some form of they're weird. Being. There is gotcha. some form of being on this ship but they do not think on a sapient level i misunderstood So, um, uh, over the comms, I'm initiating my detect magic uh, systems. It's going to take me a few minutes. All right. Is uh, for, for my own out of character, I guess, and in character edification, is um, when there's a something on comms like that, is it short band so that bees wouldn't hear it back on the ship? Is that a separate channel, or is bees going to hear you while chatting? I think knowing that y'all are that that you and Xander are on fire support. Um, then I think I, at least Coltarn would be uh, doing like dust nights wide, so the ship and everybody in the area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. Okay. Uh, yeah. Till Till would have asked to make sure that everybody was on uh, full band channel just in case something goes horrible. The people back on dock know about it. <laughs> okay. Cool. And so then, then yeah, uh, letting letting the ship know that we're entering the first ship, the first ghost ship. The the the, the ship's communication back to you is in like bursts. It's not always all. On because that's a horrible signal to try and maintain over a long distance, but mm -hmm. but they they can pick up anything that you bring down and can just broadcast when they need to. Cool. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of uh, bees, give me a roll. Uh, okay. Uh, just what, just what a d twenty and tell you what it is. Yep. Give me a number. Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that's a three. Cool. Meanwhile, uh, uh, so <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> I assume I don't get any answers right now. Not right now, you don't. <laughs> Shit. Okay. <laughs> um. So, uh, the rest of you entering entering the first of these three ships, you can see um, 
written on the side of the airlock is the name of, of this vessel. Um, oh, good. And it is called. It was called the Eventide. Uh, when before it was apparently destroyed. Um, as you look around on the interior, this place looks like a bomb went off. There are bulkheads that are sort of bashed in. There are sections where the ceiling of this particular floor has caved and is just resting on the floor at certain points. Uh, some doors remain functional. Some have been broken out or in. Uh, some uh, sections of floor are littered with debris. Some are still walkable. Um, there is the occasional stain of old blood, but there are no bodies or signs of them. Of course not. Why would there be? That wouldn't be very ghostly. Um, Till to base. Uh, see if you can jump on network. Find the records of a ship called the Eventide. Rattles off class and that sort of thing. If there's any historical record on that uh, last known coordinates, etc. Can I attempt to estimate uh, how much blood there is? Uh, Roll your medicine. Okay. This is not my strength. It's not a bloodbath. It looks more like individual wounds. Like you're seeing like a splatter of blood here, a splatter of blood there. It doesn't, doesn't look, look like... It doesn't look like there was a massacre here. It looks like some a couple of people were injured. Um, um I'm going to snoop around and see if there's... Just stick my nose in things. See if I come across anything. Yeah, uh, let's do a let's do a local area search. Make sure that we're secure here, and then we can pick a uh, direction to explore on Unified. Xander, um, let us know what you find. Yeah, Xander over the comm sort of pulls up. I'm not seeing anything on local comms about an Eventide. Um, probably have to do some digging across Galnet if I wanted to try and find anything about a ship with that specification. Doesn't seem like it's around. Doesn't doesn't seem like it's from around here. From from my from our initial. All right. Entry, feel free to uh, pick up whatever. From our initial entry into the uh, uh, approach to the vessel, could I tell what kind of make like what culturally what kind of make it is what kind of ship it is? Ooh, yeah. Uh, uh, roll me history. Would is Natural this time. a whose name I might be familiar with because my family's in shipping. Uh, you can roll it with disadvantage. You're unlikely to have heard of the ship, but there's a th but there's a chance. History, right? Yeah, history. Yeah. I mean, this is one of my better rolls, so we'll see. Maybe you two will get a nat twenty. I did not, but I did get a sixteen. Yeah, not bad. Uh, so with a natural twenty on the make of these ships, um, Coltarn. All three of these ships are Republic of Kingdoms. Um, 
one they they appear to be two of them appear to be human um one of them appears to be um why am i forgetting the name of the sub of the 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 werewolf planet i wrote my i wrote the werewolf planet why am i forgetting its name but is it uh, one of the three on the map uh no okay uh werewolf dia <laughs> i think i think it was um Looper literally Carl. uh it was either Fenrir or it was named after a wolf. I think it was either it was either Fenrir or Lupus or I forget the exact name, but I think it was Fenrir. Um Garupia. Um uh, Yeah, one of them one of them appears to be of that particular make, which is similar to human make, but with a more um uh streamlined and aggressive profile. Which one is the eventide? Is it human or the eventide appears to be human. Okay. I'll I'll uh, tack on to Till's uh, information request. Uh, I would check records for Republic of Kingdoms. This appears to be a human vessel, human make at least. And I'm just to the sound of him flicking switches and getting things ready to to initiate the detect magic engine. Yeah. Um. And as that as that comes on, your sense uh. You you start looking through the 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 lens of the of the Zervan with your detect magic active. There is oh skull that was the name, uh, skull was the name of the was the name of the planet. Uh, like as in the bone or as in yes. like yes. skull s k o l okay yep. yeah s k o l l like hati and skill skill actually would be the would be the pronunciation. Got it. The wolf that chases the sun. Um. Yeah the the Scholian, uh ship is the one that appears to be above the two the other two. Okay. Um. But uh, as you as you turn on detect magic. This place is awash in magical energy, and there's sort of like a greenish tint to everything that you look at through the through the lens of detect magic. And as you look around, there is necromancy everywhere, but it doesn't appear to have a focus. It doesn't look like a spell. It just looks like the raw stuff of the school of magic of necromancy yeah. is just sort of permeating this environment. So then again, overcomes uh, detect magic sensors are online for the next ten minutes. Uh, yep. This place is saturated with necromancy. Ew. I mean... Alright. Necromancy is... Sorry. Uh, what's the plan now? Uh, we should probably make our way to the bridge, Jasira says over the comms. See if there's anything about this ship's uh, passage on the logs. <laughs> is yep. there yep. such a thing as like a emergency fire escape diagram on any of it? Bridge this way. Um, we definitely should check the logs. <laughs> well, we have we have scans of the ship, so we should know the. Yeah, you you have layout. you have a rough okay. layout. If, of we, the ship. if we've got a rough layout, then yeah. yeah. Till knowing how ships like this are laid out is going to just uh, start 
not exactly beelining there because he's definitely cautious in his approach, but just keeping an eye out and working our way towards the bridge then. Yeah, I'll start. And you left us behind. Yeah. I will. <clears throat> I'll, I'll start heading towards the bridge. Uh, yep. uh, yeah. So the, the group of you start hovering and making your way in the direction of the bridge. Um, eventually you come into an elevator shaft that heads up several floors. Um, and about halfway up to where the level where the bridge would be, you start feeling the frisson of um, sort of a warbling to your to your hover uh, as you realize that you are coming upon the edge of a section where artificial gravity is active. Uh, and so it becomes a latch yourself to the side of the elevator and start climbing. I will reach I mean, a hand out for some people. Kendall. <laughs> huh? Would you like to ride the mech up rather than climb? I mean, what keeps me closer to everybody else? Riding the mech up. Okay. The mech has a movement speed of 45 feet. I feel like while climbing, it's definitely going to be faster than... Then move away people that don't have a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you legitimately just gave me the cor the incorrect answer. Well, no, because, That's fine. I hop on it because Till and Mistel are flying. <laughs> I'm gonna flying use an action faster. to poke my head through the elevator shaft and see what room is next to it. Yeah. So uh, as the rest of you, as the rest of you watch. Um, Surprise! Just sort of looks at the wall for a second, uh, scratches I just their head dip for a second, my head into the and, yeah, void. and then just like yeah, leans forward, and their and their entire face and upper torso just passes through the wall. Uh, as they as there's like this sort of like inky black uh, um, corona to the section of their body that passes through the wall, and they sort of lean through it and look to the other side. As you as your face emerges the other side of the wall, um, you look around. Uh, in here appears to be, um, what looks to have been a science lab. Um, there's a bunch of like different, uh, um, uh, like test tubes, uh, scanning devices, a variety of like computers that look like they've been thoroughly trashed, probably inoperable. Um, uh, some research equipment, uh, it seems to be one of several different labs that are on this deck that you're at right now. Jackpot! Uh, I'll pull back out. Guys, uh, I'll meet you up there. My 10 minutes might get distracted, but I, I don't want to fall down this 10. So, ah! uh, actually, we're everybody should stay together. We need to get to the bridge, do our recon, and then we'll start salvage yeah, operations. I'm coming. I just don't want to fall down the elevator. You can also... At the very least, we should be in two. Sorry, is, is, is Surprise expressing an intent to go off by themselves right now? Surprise's intent is to climb through ceilings so that rather, they rather than through the elevator, one yeah. floor at a time. Oh, okay. Hmm. Fair so enough. We'll, uh, yep, just, just to look stay, stay close and we'll we'll go up this way and let us know if you find anything on the other side of the wall. Well, there's a science lab over there that's dope. <laughs> we'll, we'll, ha we'll have to check that out then. Hmm. Yeah. Toodles. Yeah. So yeah, you 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 sort of 
like lean in and just pass directly through the wall into the into does the, the does the energy that was used to pass through the wall remind me of the energy that manifests when I use my shadow? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Making a note of that. So yeah, and yeah, with the, with this section with this section being without gravity, um, you are able to sort of take a take a quick note of everything in the room that's interesting, which is most of it, to be fair. Um, and then just sort of push off and then use again, take your take your action and pass through the next floor. Uh, take a look around, get a look. This appears to be a hallway. Not as interesting. Jump again, pass to the next floor. Um, and at about the same time that the uh, the the rest of the group is reaching um, the 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 bridge floor, which is the one where the artificial gravity fully kicks in. Um, uh, you are able to you have to sort of pull yourself through this one um because there the gravity is there you're not able to just jump up through it but huh. you sort of you sort of push through the gravity sort of kicks in halfway through but you've already got your hands through and so you sort of like push and pull yourself the rest of the way out of the floor as like coming as, out of a pool yeah as as everyone else is is pulling themselves in from the elevator shaft hey i'm you I'm good. I thought I'd get more distracted than that. Well, let's see what we can find on the bridge then. Uh, until we'll head off down the uh, passageway towards that. Mm -hmm. And you make your way over there. Uh, Craig, are you still within audible range? If he is, he is muted. Yeah, I was just curious if he was oh, nearby okay. enough to, <laughs> to hear me speaking, but probably not. Uh, I'll go ahead and make another roll then. Cool. Excellent. <laughs> oh, Amazing. Uh, Craig, give me another roll. Oh, jeez. I was going to say, I can't leave the room for 30 seconds. Well, well, our DM crit failed on your behalf, so maybe you can do better. Ooh. I mean, it's not a crit fail. It is a two. Wunderbar. <laughs> I'm going to put this die away <laughs> and get out a different one. This one is very sparkly. Once we're up on that level, I'll put Kendall back down. So I'm not just carrying Kendall through the ship. I legitimately just rolled it, and I got another three after the, this other... This other die. I need to go back to rolling virtually. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So field you... field team status check. Mistle Kendall, how are we doing? I'm good. I'm okay. I'm alive. Excellent. All right. Let's. I'm... No, I'm not even going to make that joke because you'll freak out. The best thing I saw was the science lab. Thanks for asking. You told us. I've got a and until actively pulls out a data slate that says and there's a there's a note on it that says science lab underlined twice with a big exclamation mark. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Surprises secretly delighted. <laughs> so we're checking logs, right? Yes. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, as so we here, we are proceeding towards the bridge of the Eventide. We'll report in. Mm -hmm. Uh, you 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 hear back um, 
from from the ghoul Nashville here uh xander comes up again uh, the read is a little staticky like there's a bit of interference mm-hmm. uh, uh hey uh roger that we're sort of keeping eyes on here but your signal's getting kind of loose so be careful I want to do, can I do a systems check on the ship? Like, it's clearly not in good shape, but can I get, now that we're on the bridge, can I get a more concrete idea of what that means? Uh, do you have technology skill? Uh, no, I have piloting. Uh, you can give me an intelligence check. Uh, oh, oh. I, I, I'm a sorcerer. We don't have intelligence. I do have a technology check uh, skill for what it's worth. This place I... looks fucked up. <laughs> oh, this place looks fucked up. Like, in general, it looks bad. Uh, it's hard to tell the exact extent of the damage. This place looks a little bit more intact than the rest, but... Could I get an idea, as we've been climbing through it, could I get an idea of, based on the damage to the ship, what happened to it, maybe? Um, you're not seeing, so one thing that you do notice as, you pa- as you've been passing through is you're not seeing signs of, of, like, weapon chaff. So whatever hit them did not leave behind, like, ammunition. Like, there's no, there's no remains of shells or anything like right. that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're which, I mean, like... it could be a directed energy weapon, but you're not seeing too much, like, melted material either. It looks more ripped rather than melted. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was like, is it like a technology or investigation role that I could do to get any sure. further idea what happened? Okay. Uh, is there any role that we can make to determine what kind of, what sort of things might have created these kinds of rips? Uh, that would be a I, history check. In general. I mean, it, it might not be the sort uh, of situation where that implies. No, I did bad. No idea. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say actually, uh, since my investigation and my technology are the same uh, role, could I swap that to have been a technology role so that I get my minimum for my yes. AI companion? Yes, because <laughs> that'll be a 19 instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as you as you look around, uh, your AI Colbar uh, Tolbar is sort of examining uh, everything, um, and. Uh, If you were to analogize, if you were to analogize this ship to a fish, it looks like someone gutted it with a knife. Like there are massive chunks ripped out of it, and it seems like there is substantial damage that seems to have been in the wake of some kind of shearing force that cut through it. Do I know of any like alien species that's large enough to do that? Not off the top of your head, aside from maybe void dragons. I was going to say, we did see a dragon once. (laughs) Do these... I'm going to... So first I'm going to take... I'm going to just take some some photographs of of this. uh, And then I'm going to take a minute to cast Infallible Relay. Targeting Xander on the ship. Mm -hmm. To get around that static. You find that the infallible relay is not getting around that static. Oh, it's not able to, huh? Interesting. In fact, you find that the spell fails. So then on com- on local comms. Uh, so update on information. 
Uh, the damage to the ship makes it seem as if something basically took a knife, a very large knife, to the ship itself. Uh, and also, um, I've just tried a magical device to communicate back to Xander, and it failed. This is not a device that fails. Alright, so we've got magical interference and an apparently monstrous dimension physical assault on a capital size battleship. The only thing I can think of that's large enough to do that would be the Void Dragon. Uh, Let's okay. crack those logs and see what we can find. So you you all you all make your way up to the bridge. The door of the bridge is sort of like half canted open and you have to like shove it to the side to to walk through. <laughs> Uh, Craig, give me another roll real quick. But with the, uh... You're muted. With, with, with I'm the... muted. I'm also not talking because I got a natural fucking one. No! <laughs> Perfect. Uh, All right, I'm moving 20... on to a different die. This is <laughs> with, with the 26 strength industrial manipulators that this mech has, I imagine most of the doors in the ship won't pose a problem. Yeah, probably not. But you and the uh, ones that do, we definitely want to see what's behind those specifically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh so uh you open the you open the door to the bridge. Uh, um and there is carnage here. No bodies again, but uh there, Jesus like, Christ! Just, <laughs> just one red body that seems to be made of like some sort of inky liquid that's slowly coming back together. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, there, there are like broken, broken machinery, uh, scattered papers, and uh, chairs tossed all sides. Uh, the the remains of comm units, uh, weapons tossed and discarded. Uh, there is a single uh, computer whose screen is still lit and active and is glowing faintly green, but it is facing away from you. Points cold turn towards that. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Do we... Do you want someone else to check it? Why did the music just get really loud? Oh, I don't, I'm not hearing any music. Oh, there it is. Now I'm hearing it. Also, Till has a 29 on perception coming into this room for what that's worth. Yes. Okay. Surprise <laughs> like, going to pick up some papers. I can ask Chad to do it. Does, <laughs> does Chad have, an, have a degree in engineering? I don't think so, but like he can, he can at least tell us stuff, and we can, you know. All right. If something bad happens to Chad, Chad just goes back to where he is. To, to paraphrase Fallout New Vegas, they asked me if I had a degree in theoretical physics. I, had a, I said I had a theoretical degree in physics. They said, "Welcome aboard, bro." <laughs> yes. Uh. All right. If we want Chad to be our front line, I should point out there's still no atmosphere here, even if there is artificial gravity. I believe Chad does need to breathe. 
Uh, I mean... You don't know what Chad's into, bro. He's a random <laughs> fae. Random fae typically can suffocate. This is true. Uh, I'm just... Gonna... What can't... What? Okay, what doesn't need to breathe? Uh, I... Most forms of undead, uh, most constructs, Right, uh, right. Specific types of fae might not need to, but they're typically more powerful. Are there also, any beasts that don't have to breathe? Uh, Starks, but I mean, I'm not. I'm not bringing a Stark onto this ship. Um. Uh, I okay. I'm. I'm not too terribly concerned. Can... What if I made it just a little Stark? Because here's my thought. Here's my thought. I hold on. Yes, I summon Chad. I polymorph him into a tiny Stark. While he's while he's while he's actively suffocating. I love how many spells you're chaining here. I mean, that's all my spells. But let's hold off. Require concentration? Aren't those both concentration spells? I was about to say. Uh, does summon fey require concentration? Never yes. mind. Um, it was a good idea. It was a, it was a thought, idea. yes. It was a thought. If something happens to me, Tolbar will just pilot the mech. Why doesn't Tolbar left? Because Wait, does I... Tolbar does Tolbar have a body? No, Tolbar's oh. in my head. Then mind. never mind. Never... <laughs> Valid question, though. I will... So you you march you march the Zervan over to the screen. I, well, I'll, I'll, I'll disembark from the Zervan and okay. uh, walk over just because I'm not gonna try to I'm not gonna try to hunt and peck on a keyboard with Zervan's fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna read some papers. Yeah, I disembark. So... You you walk over you walk over to the screen and look at it. Um, it is flickering with this sort of eerie green light. Um, and as you as you look at it, uh, there is a repeating message sort of scrolling across it the entire time. <laughs> Brace for horror jump scare in three, two. One. I'm gonna read. One I mean, it's either that or pretty fairy eyes. One of the two. <laughs> uh, no, what it what it specifically says um, is uh, Starks in the water, chummed with the dead. Oh. Uh, Does anyone know what a Stark is? Do I know what a Stark is? I, I feel like I might. <laughs> you might. Uh, you can roll me history if you want. I'm, I'm gonna say, or I'm nature. Gonna, I'm going to say because I, the player, don't know, Coltarn doesn't know. <laughs> 23. Uh, yes, Kendall, you do in fact know what a Stark is. Okay, okay. Looks like Mistel does too. Natural <laughs> <laughs> 20. I only had a plus two in history. We've already uh, established in lore that Till knows what a Stark is. <laughs> we're leaving! We're leaving! Ironically, the DC was exactly 23. <laughs> because these things don't get heard about until they happen. Yep. Uh, we're leaving now! What? Could you explain what we're, what we're running from first? Starks! 
I have no idea what that is. Um, but while that happens, uh, as that is happening, you get an emergency distress call from the goal from the Golnash uh, the Golnashville Kier. Uh, bees. Bees is a Stark. <laughs> there, everywhere you come, come back. I'm trying to hold it. Xander's, Xander's in trouble. We, we got it. We're driving really. And it cuts out. Uh, does it look like there's anything interesting on these papers? Because if there is, I'm just gonna scoop them and run. Bees, bees coming. There's, there's, there's a, there's a few, there's a few interesting bits of info on that. Um, that seem to be mostly like. They, they, you seem to you seem to have picked up the remains of a captain's log. Then I'm gonna I'm a I'm a pick up as many as I can grab and start and running. Start rapid, dropping. I'm rapid X, down. Rapid X Phil, keep your eyes open, everyone. They are hard to see. Hmm. Uh, could I'm someone please tell line. me what I'm looking for as I get into the mech? Void swimming stealth sharks, Starks, Coltarn. Starks. Thank you. Now I know what to look for. <laughs> Your group takes a full tilt sprint uh, and uh, starts to run their way question. back to your ship. Is the wall between here and the gantry there? Uh, as you exit uh, in, on the bridge? No, on yes. The bridge. Okay. No, yes. On the bridge. I would like to make it not there anymore. For the quickest exit back to the ship, back to our ship. Quickest exit back to the ship, back to our ship. Craig, you're bleeding through a little bit. I am. Oh, what am I bleeding? You're, I'm echoing in your mic. Yeah. Uh, roll me uh, athletics with the ship. With the vehicle. I'd like to roll an attack with my Titan Power Fist. Sure, go ahead. Uh, so the Titan Power Fist has powerful blow. Which ignores resistance by bludgeoning, uh, ignores resistance bludgeoning damage, uh, and if I, if the attack roll exceeds the target's AC by five or more, it must succeed a strength saving throw or be put or be knocked prone or be pushed back and knocked prone. Uh, and demolisher, which means it does double damage versus structures. That tracks. Let me attack. Uh, so twenty-five to hit. You, you definitely hit the 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 bridge the bridge shield. Uh, so nine, nine bludgeoning, ten lightning, uh, times two, so nineteen times two. Thirty-eight, yeah. Thirty-eight, yeah. To to the wall. Uh, so you no, to the wall. Uh, so you you bring you bring the the fist back on the on the mech and just slam it into the bulkhead and it bends under the under the force, but it doesn't pull. And so you strike again, and a third time. And a fourth time, and then eventually the bulkhead begins to split, and you just shove hands in and pull it out uh, and create an opening. And it overcomes quickest way back. Uh, before Coltarn jumps out, I don't suppose there's anything that would give Till an advantage on a survival check in terms of dealing with Starks. I feel like his 11 is probably the only thing he would have, right? Probably. Okay. Then, yeah. All right. <laughs> Uh, I will, having been told they are stealth sharks that apparently swim through space, I would uh -huh. like to look before I leap. I see if I can. Uh, you don't see. You don't see anything immediately on the outside of this hall. No. Okay. Oh, I've already. I stepped out while you were busy um, uh, smashing. Yeah, I sort of walk through the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, you get to do that. The rest of us have to go through the wall. Uh, 
Anyone As the Voidborn Sorcerer just phases through the wall and sort of steps out. I will pull the wall open enough so that people can get through and see if anyone wants to ride the, Zul the Zervon down. Miss Fairchild, please grab onto that mech U2 missile. But I can fly. It moves faster than you do, though. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Are you after people How have climbed on? 45 feet. The the the, the moves at forty five feet. Okay, once it catches up to me, I'm just gonna latch on because it's faster than me. Just gonna lamprey right One. onto that thing. <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm a doll. It won't. Curiosity notice. question. Mm -hmm. Yes. I believe I know the answer to this, but if you can't fly on somebody who's already flying, who already has flight, they can use can... either speed. Okay. One, two. Three. Okay, I I'm going to cast fly on myself, Mistle, and I can uh, fly. Yes, it's, but you can yeah. fly faster this way. Oh, okay. Yeah, the fly mm -hmm. the fly spell gives you a fly speed. We of 60 will actually feet. be faster than the mech. Yeah. Uh and uh Are you mech with fly? Uh, the mech is to the mech is a vehicle that can't be targeted with fly. Oh, okay, worth a shot. I cast fly on Coltarn, so he can fly very rapidly inside the mech. <laughs> it's, it's too tight in here for me to fly around. <laughs> Coltarn, we have to leave. You have to dump the mech and fly. You're uh, like, I'm going. I'm just going to die. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is my mech, and I'll die with it. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> uh, be attacked uh, by invisible uh, space sharks. I want to have checks notes, uh, hundred and seventy-two <laughs> hit points between me and them, <laughs> <laughs> and surprise. Okay, so surprise, That's, you yeah. and Mistel all get a sixty-foot fly speed. Yep. All right. There you I'm go. Right. Now. Yeah. So in that case, if uh -huh. they're flying, I'm just going to leap. Yep. Leap towards so, the gantry. So you leap towards the gantry. Uh, presumably, you leap sort of in the direction of the space station towards the gantry, rather than just at the gantry. Because if you miss, yes. you go flying out in yeah, space. Correct. In the in the direction of the. So roll me a piloting check with Dex. It uses my dexterity. Bet you if you roll low enough, you start an uncontrolled spin with an erratic light pattern. Twelve. So you don't, like, land perfectly on the gantry, but you do launch yourself in the general direction. Uh, so you are soaring uh, through space as everyone else is flying, uh, trying to keep up or passing you by, depending on their speed. Um, and uh, you launch yourself and at a certain point gravity starts to kick back in but at that point you're above platforms yeah. so you launch and soar and then gravity kicks in and you <laughs> drop and skid across steel plating as, I, as gravity kicks back in I'm trying to calm I'm trying to raise the ship on the comms this is Coltarn uh, to this is Coltarn to the Woolnash Volkir. Come in, Woolnash Volkir. 
the calm picks up, but all you hear is gunfire and swearing. Run or fly. God damn it. Not even by average. Okay. So yeah, Till will be a few seconds because his fly speed is the same. Uh, his fly speed is 45 as well. Um, so he'll be the last one to land, just keeping an eye out for any void predators as we are hauling ass back. Um, uh, I'm, also going to, I'm also going to raise the system security on the comms, or the, like the station security on comms, and let yep. them know that there are Starks in the area outside the space station, and potentially in the space station. Yeah, you, you raise you raise system security and alert them to Stark presence, and they immediately start raising security levels. Uh, <laughs> Just put everything uh, to red three. It's fine. Um, but uh, you rapidly make your way uh, across to your ship's docking bay. Uh, and you don't see any signs of forced entry, uh, which might be a good thing, might be a bad thing. Uh, uh, but you, you sprint your way up into it. Uh, and your entire, your entire group begins to make their way into the ship. And as soon as you make your way into the airlock, uh, and open it up on the other side, you are greeted to a fine layer of ash all over the floor here. Do any of them have any, fireballs? Any any of the party? A Xander, a Xander or bees? No. Yeah, I'm at... Uh, surprise is asking. Hoping for the best. Yeah. <laughs> Do we see of either of them? I, don't know if any I was going to say, not, not immediately upon entering the ship, no. What would I roll to try and determine why there's ash all over the, the corridors? I mean, uh, I'm... Survival, religion, or, or arcana? I'm having to dump out of the mech in order to run towards arcana. the bridge, so... 17. Survive. I'm going to leave Tolbar. Hey, you 27. Go. Uh, I'm going to leave Tolbar plugged into the mech so that the Zervon can operate independently in the engineering bay in case it needs to. Um, and to start, as I dump out of it, and just start booking towards the bridge. Uh, so, uh, Mistel, or not Mistel, uh, Kendall and Surprise, this, this is Dusted Demon. Ooh! This, this, is, this is the remains of what happens when you kill a fiend and its body discorporates. Someone killed a demon. Fuck, they're after the sword. Mistel uh, and... just starts screaming, Bees! Bees isn't a demon. No, I know. I'm trying to find bees. Oh. Uh, to the yeah. bridge. Um. Oh, you, you hear a gunshot, and it comes from the engineering bay. I was going to say, yeah. Oh, uh, way, Till then. is headed for wherever the sword is stored currently. Engineering mm -hmm. bay. Wait, yeah, the mm -hmm. airlock doesn't the airlock connect directly to the engineering bay? No, it connects. It connects to sort of like mid midship. Uh, I'll head towards the gunshot. Engineering bay, then. Yeah, um, engineering bay. What? What? Can I make a roll to recall things about demons? 
Um, so based on that 21, you know a few things. Um, for one, you, as you recall from your research, they all, demons and devils are sort of interchangeable terms. Uh, they don't have the same distinction that they do in typical D&D settings. They still exist along those sort of lines, but it's more that they are interchangeable terms for the things that come from Sarheim, uh, which is the hellish realm that exists adjacent to reality. Um, uh, the, uh, the, the law chaos delineation still sort of exists, but it's less prevalent. They don't really... They are all lumped together as devils and demons. Linguistically, uh, the difference isn't there. Yeah. Um, uh, and you do know that they, because they exist extra-dimensionally, they're tethered to Zarheim. Killing them outside of Zarheim, unless you kill them with a specific weapon or a specific method, um, doesn't true kill them. It causes their body to discorporate and their soul to be ejected back to their home plane. Um, at which point it is a very long and painful process to have their body recorporated and their soul returned to it. Uh, um, would I know anything about a tendency towards fire resistance? Uh, you do know that they generally have elementally aligned resistances, not always fire, but generally towards the elements of, of typical damage. Um, uh, and you do know that this level of ash isn't... Um, this isn't fire damage ash. This is dead demon discorporating into bits ash does it look like can i tell if it looks like a multiple demons it looks like several of them yes oh that's 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 upsetting that is upsetting like among other things you're just seeing the ash you're not seeing like scorch marks anywhere like you're not you're not seeing the signs of fire being used other than the ashes okay Surprise uh, but, is going to take from that that whoever killed these demons knew they were fire resistant. Probably. Whether whether it's true or not, that's the assumption we're going to make. Yep. Um. So you make your way down to the engineering bay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And what you find there is the slowly discorporating, uh, falling apart into a pile of ash remains of another demon. This one sort of like large, uh, hulking, broadly muscled with wings sort of draping off of its side and large claws holding what is a disappearing remains of an axe uh, with a hole in its head and Xander sort of leaning up against his rifle, exhausted, panting, uh, looking like he's taken a few hits, looking a little worse for wear. And the beaten, scattered, and tossed remains of Bees' armor. I ran that well, I was going I right that well. too. Are the bees okay that were in the armor? There are, I mean, can we see the bees? There yeah. are some there are some bees sort of like meandering in the vicinity. Bees? There's just buzzing just what buzzing up? noises. Bees. Irish uh, and wrap around Xander. <laughs> uh, you see that Xander is uh, covered in a decent amount of blood. Not all of it is his. Um, and uh, is, is he's, as he's caught in the hug and, and Coltarn asks what happened, he... Uh, 
whatever some kind of pulse came from the ships that you were investigating and i'm pretty certain it was a signal because shortly after that uh a bunch of demons just sort of teleported into the ship uh bees and i started fighting them off but uh that suit uh that uh, and he sort of collapses from exhaustion examine the armor the yeah. remains of the armor and see what i can figure out about what kind of attack bees took um, or, if bees is, or if there are bees still in it you know there there are still bees wandering around but they don't the intelligence that was bees does not appear to be present there are just torch bees around right now. What they can do not I, appear to have a guiding intelligence. What can I find out from the armor about what might have happened? So as you as you approach the armor, you notice a couple of things. Uh, one, first gauntlet is holding the hilt of a sword. Uh, that sword is does not have a blade. It is just the hilt. It does not even have the semblance of a broken blade. It is just gripping this like black. Uh, purple marked hilt in its hand. Uh, and it is caved in from what looks to have been a severe bludgeoning impact. Uh, and there are several bullet holes. Any evidence? Any? I mean, I don't know if there would be any evidence of magic of a, of a spell being cast uh, there's some, like, magical residue, like, scorch marks on the armor, um, but it doesn't seem like any, per like, there's no, there's no identifier of which spell in particular. Bill is doing just a scan of surroundings and starting to work his way out, trying to establish if there are any other extant threats on the ship left. Uh, since, since... Since bees is being seen to, uh, I'm going to check and see if the sword is still here. I'm going to bring the unbladed hilt over to Coltarn because he seems like the guy who knows what the stuff is. Uh, yeah, you bring that over, uh, and Coltarn, uh, the sword is kept in an extra dimensional space in the engineering bay with that Jasira has control over. Right, Jasira has control over. Right, right. Mm hmm. So in that case, uh, so then I'm, I'm not too worried about it being gone. Then I'll, I'll look at the sword that surprises brought over. And what kind of sword? Can I tell what, if it's a special kind of sword or if it's just a hilt? Uh, it looks like it's it, like it's you'd require further examination, but it appears to be a hilt. It is um, this sort of black uh, metal uh, wrapped in this sort of purplish cloth uh, around it in sort of this crossing pattern. Looks uh, sort of like the traditional designs of a katana without the blade, uh, but it does have like sort of the like the squarish, uh, the squarish um, hilt and the the sort of obular tsuba. Um, but and it's ornately designed uh, with this sort of capped pommel that ha is marked with this sort of deep purple black gem in it. Does it look like? Does it look like there's a tang in there that was broken off? Or does it look like it never had a blade in the first place? It looks like there was never a blade. Like you look at you look at the center of it and there is there's just an empty space where the 
where the blade would have been inserted. This is a a bladeless hilt. Have I ever seen this particular hilt at all, ever? Nope. Uh, and while you while you talk amongst that, I'm going to take a phone call real quick while you vamp vamp. Yeah. Uh, bees didn't use a sword, though. He doesn't seem like a sword guy. This, I don't know. No. Who used it? Nobody. Nobody's ever used this. There's... In fact, I don't think anybody other than Mistle actually uses a sword. This is too big for Mistle. No, mine's technically a dagger. Yeah. I mean, it's a sword for me. Um... So... I, I, I will just interject that Bees has never used a weapon of any kind right. other than themselves. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, that's 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 why I'm pretty confident that Bees has never used a sword. <clears throat> well well to be I... clear, I sorry, go ahead. No, it's fine. I didn't miss anything. We don't know what this sword is, correct? Correct. Okay. Yeah, it's, no, I don't think any of us have ever seen it before. At the moment, it is not a sword. It is a hilt that right. has never had a right. blade. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I don't know anything about swords. I mean, I know quite a bit. I'm a, wep- I'm a weaponsmith by trade, but this is not a... This isn't a functional weapon. This might be a focus of some kind, a magical focus, but is Bees seems like a magic dude. Bees does have the capacity for magic, although most of Bees most of Bees uh, abilities were simply utilizing the hive. Is it speaking of which, Coltarn, when you get a moment See if any of your regenerative options can assist with bees reincorporation when when you get a chance. I am back. I mean, I can help with mending the armor if you can uh, put him back in it. Sorry, Kendall. Is okay. This is Jeremy trying to remember information from a long time ago. <laughs> and I could be way the fuck off. Have we ever actually seen? Has the box actually been opened? Yes. The yeah. sword is okay. in? Yes. Yes. Coltarn yeah. opened it. So Coltarn okay. would recognize the sword, right? Okay. Yeah. And it's definitely not that. No, the, the, the Demon King sword is uh, like a long sword. It's a it's a okay. great sword actually. Or a, great, yeah. a great sword, but like it's it's like a more traditional European style sword than a... right. Uh, question, Shani. Yes. Bees's armor, which Till at least has been able to catch some detail on, with that black and gold trimming aspect. Does this sword hilt match that aesthetic at all? Oh, it certainly does. And as you sort of inspect it closer, you realize that there are still bits of webbing attached to the sort of like around the edge of the hilt. Yeah. It looks like this this hilt has been hiding inside that armor for a while. May I see that? I'll hand it to you while I go over towards the armor and start 
mending it as best I can. Right. Well, as you're doing that, he'll take it and follow you. Yeah. And set magically. Set the hilt down on like the the torso chest piece. And take a deep breath. Oh fuck, it's in my notes somewhere. Zarathrax. Roll an insight check. That is a 24. There is a lesser known detail about the recorporation of ethereals. If you, as you sort of trace this idea of Zarathrax. Um, when an ethereal is discorporated, as you're sort of assuming on the same logic as regards to whatever has happened to bees, uh, it takes about 24 standard hours before their essence can reform. The, the equivalent of dying in a traditional mm -hmm. sense, takes them about a day to get over, to, re to reintegrate their essence. And typically speaking, it requires that they, if they, to re-enter the world, they either have to have a new body or have to have the old body repaired back to functional capability. Which Surprise is currently working on with Coltarn. Yeah, yeah, yeah Coltarn and Surprise are currently doing While repairing it, do I, am I noticing anything odd like arcane symbols or anything like that on the inside of it? As you work on it, yeah, you realize that this the interior of this armor is covered in arcane sigils and runic markings. Uh, some of them are sort of covered over by the by the uh, by the beehive that has been built over it. Uh, is there anywhere that those are damaged? Uh, there's a couple places where the runes have been like hindered by the damage that the suit has taken. Can I make a roll to repair those? Roll Arcana. Like Arcana? Yeah, roll Arcana. And I'm going to start... Oh, that's good. I'm, just to get an idea of it, I'm going to start clearing out the hive as delicately as I can. Like, sort of like pulling out as whole as I can to make sure that we can fully repair the armor. When she sees that, Mistel will try to stop Coltarn. No, that's bees! Mistel, I can't fix the armor if the hive is in the way. I thought bees was a bunch of bees. Bees aren't the hive. Okay. It's weird and complex, but... And uh, yeah. from what I'm seeing here, I don't know that bees was the bees in the first place. Oh, we... I, I can't... I can't fix the runes with the uh, hive in the way anyway. This is looking like the inside of an ethereal. It's going to take a bit of time, Mistel. We'll need to give bees a day, at least, probably. Then they'll be better? No, I, I, I don't entirely know what's going to happen, but that is our best chance. Okay. It'll be okay. Yep, until we'll just kind of put a hand on, on okay. Mistel's shoulder, which probably covers most of the upper <laughs> yeah. back, honestly. Uh, <laughs> Miss, Mistel will fly over and sit on Till's shoulder. Mistel, there are some places that we can't reach easily. 
would you be would you feel up to helping us okay what but it'll help bees it's not to hurt him right correct okay we just need to, we need to get the hive out the hive material out so we can repair the armor and the sigils okay shall fly in and help uh, two. Um, there was a... some, of, some of the torch bees do sort of react aggressively to their hive being moved and attempt to sting people. Uh, but oh, I this will is... get in the way of that. Yeah, this is this is not a this is not a directed attack. This is not any kind of directed intelligence. It is just animal instinct. Yeah, I will intercept as much as that of that as possible because they. Yeah. Till will uh, try to assist. He will find a a, 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 a three by five card and a small jar. Uh, and just will start. You go, <laughs> will you go to the observation deck and fish that helmet out of the webs? All right. Phil's going to go recover as much of Bees' other accoutrement as possible. So, you all spend the next part of the. You spend the better part of the next day. Reassembling Bees' armor, repairing it, uh, hammering out dents, reassembling arcane sigils, uh, reforming the armor. By the time you are done, there are still some traces of the hive, like just sort of bits of webbing and paper around some of the edges. But for the most part, you finally have a real view of what the armor originally looked like. And it looks like... Um, an ornate set of metallic, uh, you wouldn't say heavy armor, it does not like full body enclosing, but it looks like the the shape of uh, what would be a knight's attire. The sort of black metal plating armor uh, with uh, golden trim worked in ancient runes. These all appear to be ri- all these runes, aside from the arcane ones, appear to be written in uh, precursor. These are all the ancient precursor lettering. Um, uh, the helmet fits back in with the with the pile of armor. Uh, this ar- th- this whole attire is it's not like a complete suit. Um, it is like there are gaps between the pieces. Um, where you can see the, the the spaces around, but it all fits together as a uniform attire that denotes an individual of some import. This armor is like matte black with golden trim, and the runes of it speak of ancient history, uh, and seems to share an aesthetic with a slightly different color palette with the sword that was found with it. Um... Can I add some flavor for over the past 24 hours? Sure. Uh, whenever we were taking a break, I just sort of laid sprawled out on my back next to the armor that we were working on, talking about, just to the air, about, uh, just empathizing about uh, that period after you die, before you come back, and how much it sucks. Just empathizing vocally. Uh, I'm also going to say that uh, Coltarn did not stop working on the armor until it was fixed. Yeah. uh, Kendall Kendall 
took Xander off to 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 get rest and yeah taking Xander. care of him as opposed to dealing with the uncomfortable emotions in this room yeah she doesn't do that Xander Xander takes a while to recover he seems to mostly be exhausted he's mildly he's mildly injured but it looks like Beast took the brunt of the assault mm-hmm. surprise doesn't seem to understand that they should be feeling uncomfortable emotions right now um and as the 24th hour passes since presumably the time from Bees's defeat there is a rush of wind inside the room as arcane energies swirl and pick up around the suit of armor its pieces sort of become rigid and lock in into position around each other as this arcane energy of a coloration that I will let Craig describe uh, begins to flow in the in the open spaces between the suit of armor as it begins to sort of rigidly uh, sort of gain uh, a connecting energy tissue as it for as a being once again inhabits this armor. Uh, and the light is pale, pale, golden and bright sunlight um and it's pouring out from the the holes in the armor that were previously gummed up by the the webbing and the the papery hive material and the armor starts to move and shift with more grace and uh than than it has 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 been seen before uh and there are little motes of that same light sort of dancing around the armor reminiscent of how the bees would would circle around it, although now there are are no bees within the armor. They're still, I would imagine, around here. Most of them, though, have drifted back to the observation deck. And, and the few the few that are around here, uh, as you're around, almost seem to orbit and hover around the armor, as if treating it as a source of sunlight, uh, and seem enamored by it and seem docile around it but do not seem to be part of it as they did previously and then four portions of that light intensify above the the head um did coltorn put the helmet down with the rest of the yeah. armor yeah mm-hmm um, sort of when he realized when he realized as he started thinking that this might be an ethereal um, he, he he made sure to make sure that the art that the helmet was repaired, and that any sigils inside the helmet were also repaired. Uh, but this is not an original. This is the replacement. No, no, the original helmet. That's why he had Tilgo get it from the from the observation deck. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. Um, and so the 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 original helmet has. Um... Sorry, wait. There was an original helmet. Yes. Yeah. It, it was. Oh, okay. It was used. It was used as the basis of the hive when bees built it into the. Into the oh, command okay. center. Yeah, that's, the observation deck. Yeah, okay. that's that's what I had you. Oh, at. that's right. Mm. Um, and and the the front portion of it, it has almost uh almost like a, a sunburst crown over the top of it in that gold. The rest is that same uh, dark uh, matte enameled black that uh, Shani described. And um, the 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 front part there is kind of a a dipped V, like a visor plate. 
And within that, you can see these four bright lights glowing in roughly the same alignment that these had arranged those diamonds. Um, and it shifts and sort of slowly comes to its feet and stands and, and looks around. And uh, uh, a voice from inside um, resonant with the armor, sort of echoing in this metal space, uh, but reminiscent of how these has sounded, but deeper and a little bit more, despite that, that the reverb, a little more centralized, um, says, is everyone all right? Uh, we're fine. How are you? He's... We are not sure, and we are not bees, though they are here with us. We remember them, we have their memories, and they're safe. Mistle, lost child, found family. They are here, and their love for you is ours now. Do not worry. What are you? We are that which was bees, and we are that which was also Zarathrax, leader of the Secret Keepers. But though they are within us, they are not all of who we are. We are all of who they are. But we are just us. Did you incorporate with a hive in you? I, I couldn't hear you. Oh. Did you incorporate with a hive in you or something? We did. We yeah, were... yeah, I incorporated with a bunch of drugs once. It was rough. Yes. Surprise, you have indulged us when we were bees. You have encouraged us to poor behavior. We do not know you well enough, save to know that you are an embarrassment to the ethereals. <laughs> but we trust that our opinion of you will solidify with time. <laughs> you're, you're yelling too loud. It's, it's peaking the mic, <laughs> Jack. It's not coming through. <laughs> yeah, Zoom is Zoom is killing your audio when it, when it peaks. So yeah. loud. You said we were friends. Now this, excuse me, excuse me. You are excused. <laughs> speak with you later, and I'm just gonna turn off the little stuffed feet stomping off. <laughs> I think we got the gist of the yelling, even though it was cut out. <laughs> I don't know where Surprise is headed, but Till has not been in the room for any of this. So, you know, make of that. Me one. either. <laughs> Do I pass either of you in the hall? If you'd like, you absolutely can. <laughs> sure. Um, it's all over with Xander. He's an ethereal now and he's full of himself. I'm sorry, what? <sighs> I'm just going to keep going. Um, <laughs> head pokes out of a door. <laughs> what would you like us to call you now? 
Just us is fine. We know who we are. We have no need for terms, but whatever you find most comfortable. Can I still uh, call you bees? Of course. Of course. If you wish. Mr. We are grateful to you for the kindness and the guidance you gave to us when we were bees. And Colton, keen of mind, we are grateful for the assistance that you gave to us and for the fine repairs which you have granted to our shell. Thank you. Uh, you're very welcome. Though I did have help from Surprise in that in that particular field. Yes, we will express our gratitude appropriately. Um, maybe skip on the embarrassment part, though, next time. Ah, yes, social niceties. That has never been a forte of ours in any of our forms. I gather that, um, Surprise doesn't have any sort of a relationship with ethereal culture. So... From what we have seen, we would surmise that you are correct. What Still... state of dress is Kendall in when she pokes her head out of, I assume, Xander's cabin? <laughs> it's an interesting question. I'm just inferring based on your descriptions of her activities, my dude. <laughs> I am aware. I feel like that largely depends on Xander. Okay. I think Xander's mostly been recovering from being injured for most of the day. That's true. That's true. Just normal dress. Um, I don't... Out of Apparently, Bees is woken up, Miss Fairchild, so I'm going to go check and see. Oh, you're going to be okay? To Xander. Yeah, I'll be fine. All right, I'll be back later. Uh, out of curiosity, what does, because uh, I don't know if it was ever fully described, what kind of helmet is the helmet that was never worn previously? It is, um, I mean, it is similar to. Um, to the one that you des designed, but it is essentially like a bucket helm, but it is broader at the top with a uh, sort of sunburst, almost coronet built into it, and then it narrows towards the um, uh, towards the neck join. So it is in unlike a you know helmet designed to fit a human or humanoid head. It is sort of designed around those floating eye bursts. So it's almost like a triangle shape with a spiky sunburst on top. Gotcha. So yeah, probably about now is when Till pokes his head in. And then oh. Kendall right after. This is gone, Till. Till Wayland, bearer of burdens, and Kendall Fairchild, daughter of chaos and greed. We greet you. You've gotten ceremonial. We find that many of the memories that have come back to us should prove useful to you, Tilwayman, bearer of burdens, and perhaps remove some of those burdens. 
I don't know that I so much bear burdens as I just fix things. I'm an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the engineer. Do you know? Yeah, no, I'm a. You're an engineer. I'm a mechanic. There's a difference. <laughs> I solve practical problems. Use a gun, and when that don't work, use more gun. Uh, well, uh, welcome on board again, I suppose. Uh, do not be, do not be troubled to wave and bear of burdens. Though it was your decision that led to our discorporation, you can see that uh, lasting damage was not suffered. And in many ways, something new has been created. Whether that something is better or worse than what came before has yet to be determined. Yeah, muddied water clears in time. Something to be regained is our recollection of Zarathrax and Zarathrax's purpose and time with the Secret Keepers. And the struggle Who are the Secret Keepers? Gamos. There was a time when we would have refused to answer I mean, it does come a bit with the name, I suppose. Hmm? Our purpose, sadly, has been discharged. We were to conceal the existence of the forgotten god. A deity charged with the preservation of the separation of realms and planes against those like Discamos who would seek to, to join the realms. But... It is to our great shame that we recollect now what was clouded by us through these inability to understand the world around them. The body that fell on the first night that we met each other, the one consumed by void, was the forgotten god slain. Was by Nyx? Yes. Yeah, uh, slain by the pirate lord Nyx who had previously shot us down on the swamp planet. Which would be how right. we came to be inhabited by a hive of torch bees. Indeed. They work quickly. They do indeed. How much do you recall of... Well, I suppose you're kind of an amalgamation of experiences now, then? Indeed. We are many lifetimes. Surprise, hmm. if they were still here, would no doubt confirm that we are informed by deaths and lives that come before, although the loss of memory that we suffered as bees was unique and irksome. Well, they were doing their best, so hopefully you're not going to be too hard on them. No. Despite the inconvenience. Oh, of course not. We cannot fault them. We love them and we hold them close to us. And we recall all that happened to them. Speaking of which, Kendall Fairchild, daughter of chaos and of greed, we recall that last time. We recall all that befell between us, and we recall words that were spoken and deeds that were done. 
we recall the harm that you sought to seek to to lay upon bees and we also recall an initial apology given through false teeth and another given much later with the face of sincerity to it we wish for you to know that we forgive you and we accept your apology but we do not forget and we assure <laughs> you that should similar activities occur in the future, appropriate responses will be taken swiftly. Okay. We are glad to lay this issue to rest. Uh, and then they uh, sort of turn and, and, and the eyes reorient towards Till. No. What befell upon the ghost ships? You are the current leader of the Dusk Knights. Should we not resume to the activities for, to which we have contracted? Void energy is troublesome to us. That's going to be interesting. Uh, what do you know of Starks? Uh, what do we know of Starks? <laughs> you, you've encountered several. <laughs> have, we, have, we, have we slain them? In your in your experiences, yes, okay. they're dangerous, especially if they catch you by surprise. But you have you have defeated some in your time. Um, dangerous, but not insurmountable. If one remains aware of one's surroundings, that seems to be the main problem. Also, there's the whole discorporated life force necrotic magic energy stuff happening out there as well. Well, the uh, the message on the... I didn't get a chance to fully reveal the information because things were going down, but uh, the message on the computer was Starks in the water chummed by the dead. So, it seems like the ambient life force necromantic energy was left there or captured there as a means of agitating what stocks may have been provided to the wreckage or sent to the wreckage. Uh, so they're likely still there, if I understood the meaning behind that properly. Does that, um, does that trigger any memories for us? Um, you do know that Starks as sort of void capable um and stealthy predators essentially um are drawn to various forms of energy uh they can adapt very similarly to how trolls can a lot of people theorize that the very first starks evolved on zareph along with the trolls but no one's really able to say for certain because it's been a very long time okay um I... we will convey that but uh, they can adapt to various magical energies if left in a place with them for a prolonged period of time. Uh, so it's entirely possible. You could have Necrostarks. Okay. We will convey that as well in a fairly straightforward fashion. All right. My intelligence isn't negative anymore. Now it's my... Hey. <laughs> Uh, as a curiosity, um, bees 
uh, when you were bees, fought using their bees. Uh, you seem to have a broken or a hilt, a bladeless hilt, and nothing else. Indeed, we have our faith in soul. We have the light within us, and we have the keeper's watch. When they will uh, hold up the the hilt and sort of hold it out, and then as they do, um, <laughs> describe it. Yeah. Uh, so as they hold it out. A blade manifested of dark void energy erupts from the hilt and extends out, forming a complete uh, sort of single-edged curved blade out of it. Uh, In the aftermath of the blade's motion, you see a cosmic plume of shooting stars and distant galaxies, as if an afterimage of the blade's travel as it it sort of drifts along as, as they turn it to one side. Well, out of out of uh, out of character, did you just get like at a class change entirely, or? Uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I'm currently a um, level four ranger, level five cleric. Okay, okay, cool. Well, <clears throat> uh, they've also acquired a fancy you're... magic item in the form of this glide blade. <laughs> Your that I did not ask for. That was a bonus. Based on what you said about your relationship with void energies, uh, there are a few people that, if you go back through Bees' memories, I'm sure you know, uh, on board who use those on occasion. Is that going to be a sticking point uh, for yourself? Um, they will just... Uh take a few swipes through the air with the void blade. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the blade disappears um, and and they say um, no, void like any other tool uh, has no will of its own. It matters only to what use it is put. Awesome. Well, uh, We're going to be headed back towards the ships. Uh, first, and... I need to det- I need to d- invent a way for us to see stocks, or at least identify where they're at. Do we any know? Do we know anything that would be helpful with that? Um. See, invisibility helps because it helps, like. They don't technically become invisible, um, but they do sort of camouflage their appearance, and the effects of sea invisibility does help sort of reduce their ability to hide. You don't remember their name, but you do remember that one of your former allies in the Secret Keepers was a mage who would use that spell whenever you had to encounter Starks. Okay. Um, Does Coltarn have it if if these would have... I, yeah, I can cast Sea Invisibility. Okay. Um, well, Colton, keen of mind, uh, your ability to see that which otherwise exists unseen should be an assistance to us. 
Bill is going to very quietly, while this discussion is going on, pull out his uh, data pad and send a, uh, basically send a group message to, let's see, at this point, Coltarn, Mistle, and, let's see, Kendall's not technically part of the Dust Knights. Surprise is still under review. Yeah, uh, just uh, Coltarn and Mistle. <laughs> it's, a, it's a space Twitter poll that basically says, should Bezathrax be uh, grandfathered in? Is that going to of... Jasira and or Xander or Strida? Yeah, Jasira, Xander, I was going to say, yeah, no, they're all technically official members. So yeah, uh, to to the uh, to Xander, Strida, and uh, Jasira as well. Should Bezathrax be uh, considered grandfathered in as a member of the Dust Knights, or do we need to have a vote? <laughs> And once yes. again, uh, the DM can outvote the players. Yep. Uh, Mistel has quietly slipped out of the room at this point. Okay. Yeah. Kendall is a hundred percent gone. Throughout this whole conversation, um, ever since uh, surprise left, uh, they've just found a corner to hole up in, and. Um, are angrily uh, sorting out the information on the wad of papers that they were able to collect. So as you as you sort through that, and you sort of pick up a couple of passages, a lot of this is damaged. What you do pick up, you pick up a little bit of one thing in particular comes uh, brings your attention. Uh, I hate transporting Starks. If these things break containment, they're going to be all over this ship in a matter of minutes. Uh, we really need to get this job done now and not have any more disturbances before and the thing is now damaged and there's no further information on that one. Any indication of where they were coming from? Uh, who commissioned the job? Where they're going to? Not in not in this particular passage, though there might be more of it elsewhere. But as you're as you're looking through that and trying to find more information, that is where we will end for the week. Um, Say goodbye, everybody. Well, I'll, I I have one thing, oh, Shawnee. Yeah, go, okay? go ahead. I I have one thing, if that's okay. Yeah, but um, just a just a if you'll excuse the pun, a stinger, if that's okay. Um, <laughs> where where is Mistel? Mistral has gone to, um, oh, I can't remember the part of the ship, where uh, the beehive was. The observation. Observation. Thank you, yes. Perfect. Um, what is she doing? She's just kind of found a corner. She's kind of slumped over, crying a little bit. Um, Shawnee, is, 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 what I, is what I messaged you, is that cool? Uh, one second. Yeah. All right. Um, so the bees are sort of without the, 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 you know, with, with, I don't want to say without purpose, but with the sort of animalistic purpose that you would associate with a hive of bees, unlike, you know, the sort of play and idle energy that they've, that they've had before they are sort of about, but you, you see one of them sort of buzzes towards you and then a couple of them will come and um, and land on your shoulders, Mistel. Mm -hmm. And very, very faintly, not that same omnipresent sound, 
coming from all of them, but just just from one of them, you can hear very, very faintly. Hi, Mistel. Hi. And if, if, if I may be so bold, maybe that's where we can end up. And that is where we will end <laughs> for the week. Say bye, everybody. Bye! 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 Good... <laughs>